everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is September 20th, 2023. Jeff can start right off with our good friend, Dan Williams. Dan Williams, great dude. Great sense of humor as well. <laughs> you were a little out of, a little. I, I'm always nervous a little bit when I do that. Because uh, I'm waiting yeah. for you, either you to call me first or Dan I, to call me You were a little out of line today, I'm going to say. I'm sorry. Dan, again, is your guy you want to talk to. Look, he talks to you all the time about getting approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Also, we talk about this all the time, your financials and how important they are. Dan's got to get you back on track. 858-688-6813, one of the best calls you can make. Someone told me yesterday, I called Dan, and he doesn't fuck around. It's really fast. It's good. <laughs> it is fast. No bullshit. 858-688-6813. Yeah, uh, finance is so important. Kids back to school. It's the fall. Don't know if you noticed last night at 755, it was dark out. Yep. It looked like midnight. That means the holidays are right around the corner. Then we're getting into the new year. Everything so much. Dave, you got to have your finances in line. And, and yes, you need it if you're buying a car, if you're buying a home. Those are all so important. But you got to get that credit score up before you can do any of that. And nobody can help you do that better than Dan. Dave just gave you the number. I invite you to check out our website at DaveAndJeffShow.com. I love the Calm videos. They are a 10 short but helpful videos. You can find them right there at DaveAndJeffShow.com. Your ability to make sure that you're doing the right thing to manage your finances. And then give Dan a call at 858-688-6813. I love the fact that Dan and Brian Curry are working together. Again, Dan and Brian Curry is the guy to help you find the perfect home of your dreams. Also get you the most for it. No matter what area you're looking to possibly move to. Experience sales from Oceanside to Imperial Beach, Escondido to Chula Vista, all at East County as well. Don't forget, Brian Curry is your guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. friend of mine is moving out of Encinitas, California, moving back up to L.A. to Silver Lake. Now, you know that yes. area. Very nice. It's a beautiful part. But it's just weird to me, and maybe it's because I grew up there. It's just, I love L.A. We talk about it all the time. I can't imagine giving up Encinitas for L.A. I can absolutely imagine giving up Poway for L.A., but I can't imagine giving up Encinitas. But that means there could be homes on the market in North County right by the beach, and the guy who can help you find that perfect home for you and your family is Brian Curry. Check him out online, BrianCurryRealEstate.com. You can see some of the houses he has available anywhere from Santee, Carlsbad, Escondido, as I mentioned, Encinitas, and more. And then give him a call at 619-251-1588. Maybe you're one of those people that say, yeah, I don't want to live in Escondido anymore, and I am moving to L.A. because that's where my grandkids are. That's where my parents are. Well, if you do need to sell, Brian can help you do it. 619-251-1588. Again, 619-251-1588. All right, Jeff. Well, you worried for nothing because your Padres now have won. Here they go. Seven straight. They took care of uh, the A's, no problem. A team that's lost 106 games to take care of the Rockies. A team has lost 96 games. But here's the good news also. They've gone from 0.2% chance of making the postseason to 0.3% chance. We were laughing today at work that they will end up a game and a half out of the wild card. <laughs> One game. And we can look back and it'll be what it could have, should have. And I'll tell you who I'll point the finger at is yeah. that fucking Blake Snell. Never seen a bigger me guy than Blake Snell. And uh, my son calls me yesterday. Yeah. His mom has a friend who's a season ticket holder. Okay. And gives Jack two tickets. He said, do you want to go to the game tonight? I go, not a chance. 
He goes, How come? <laughs> he goes, why? And I said, because I can't stand Snell, and I've seen enough of the Rockies this year. I think I've seen them three fucking times. I go, take your coach. He goes, are you sure? I go, yeah, I'm going to dinner with your brother. I'm not interested in this fucking game. <laughs> so he goes. Did he go? Good. Yeah, he went. He and his coach went. Good. And then uh, Kate and I get to dinner. Go get a couple of steaks, celebrate. Yeah. My son buys me dinner for my birthday. Oh, like that's a nice. champion at 15. And I look up, I go, oh, that's kind of weird. That's a no-hitter through five. <laughs> huh. And Kate goes, what? I go, yeah. Your jackass brother is at this game. Not to no-hitter through seven. Jack goes, how you doing? Sends me a text. I go, you should come home right now. Beat traffic. <laughs> you got school in the morning. Get to bed. And uh, just so typical of the Padres year. He's yeah. sucking through to the end. But, of course, hater, that choker, blows it. <laughs> And uh, they win it. Yeah. But to me, he's Jack called me at night on the drive down. He goes, so what do you think of Snell now? I go, it's confirmed. Everything I said is confirmed. Dave, do you remember we were in here right after the All-Star break? And they had a doubleheader. Yes. They had just come off the the break. Yeah. And Blake Snell told Bob Melvin, I can go five. Yes. Sorry, man. I. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get the whole celebration. I get it. He's funny with with Don and Mud and all that. Uh, to me, any guy that that turned it on was absolute horseshit out of the gate. He was when they were building off of. We looked at it today. Josh and I were looking at it today. Yeah, how bad he was the first few months. You've added Xander Bogarts. So you're looking at uh, Tatis after 20 days coming back. You've got a full year of Hater, and he was so fucking committed to the team that he didn't. Didn't do jack shit to be ready. Nothing. And then realized, whoa, this is a contract year. And I'm going to get. <laughs> I think it clicked in in July. Yeah, I absolutely think it did. Because he probably looked at Will Myers and goes, dude, I'm going to fucking get the Will Myers deal. And then he found it. And the point that I made to my son was, you never see that with a guy like Verlander. You never see that with a guy like Scherzer or Burns. Guys that just fucking go out and throw every day. Like it's game seven. And in my opinion, Snell's sort of throwing like it was game seven when it most mattered to him instead of when it most mattered to the team. And I don't celebrate guys like that. All right. So a couple things here with the pods. And be honest with me on this one. Oh, I will. Trust me. Let's say the Padres made the playoffs. Yeah. They're all fucked right now, right? I mean, they're all injured. Think about it. If you made the playoffs right now, you have no third baseman. You have no no second baseman. You have no first baseman. Kim has stomach problems. Everyone yeah. else, you, you sit there and you wonder, going, okay, what would what would happen to this team? Yeah. You have no Darvish. You have no Musgrove, right? Yeah. You're, I mean, this is, even if they made the postseason, they're in terrible shape right now. It'd be the perfect way for them to say, well, listen, Dave, that's as we talked about on the A.J. Preller show a couple of nights ago. <laughs> hey, man, we made it back into the wild card. And, Dave, we did it almost all year with no Musgrove. Basically, no Darvish, no Cronenworth for the last six weeks. Manny, Dave, you don't even know how beat up he was. Xander's got the bad wrist. God, we just, we're going to get everybody healthy. Extensive training program with our elite medical staff. We'll come right back next year. We're going to give Bob a one-year extension. Uh, we're going to hire uh, Mark Sweeney as our batting coach. And, uh, yeah, we're going to bring it back. Dude, it's the last thing. I, I mean, I would never say that. Yes. If they can get into the playoffs, okay. As AJ said, AJ Smith, the great AJ Smith, all you got to do is get in the tournament. Yeah. Remember that? For guys never won one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he, that was his line. That was his line. He, gentlemen, we just need to get into the tournament. I'd say it all the time. We'd be like, yeah, because we're dumb shits. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, look. <laughs> I, I, look, at least they're going out like that. To me, it just cracks me up that all these guys turn it on when they're fucking 19 games out. Like Bogarts? Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, when you look at Bogart's numbers at the end, you're going to go, that was a good year. I, I thought yeah. he had a shitty year. I'm looking at his stats right now. Jeff, they were pretty good. Yeah. Looking at, same thing with Soto. What do yeah. you mean you traded him away? The guy fucking was outstanding. Right. And yeah, and you sit there and go, no, nah, I was there. I yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. When it mattered the most, this team didn't do shit. Didn't do shit. <laughs> you wouldn't do nothing. Like <laughs> Leonard Ellerby said. <laughs> um, no, and then Dave, you know, the thing is... Uh, story about Peter Seidler. Yeah, but okay. No, I'm just yeah. saying. No, no, no. It, it, it sucks. His health's not good. But I think everyone who didn't want to, we didn't want to say it. It didn't. Wasn't the picture of health? Like we knew something was wrong with Pete. I, I just out of respect to him and to his family. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, but there's a, listen for for all of us that grew up with that team and and have been around that team. And if you've watched him for a while, yeah. If you were here during the Tom Warner era, God, that was just so fucking embarrassing, right? There are a lot of embarrassing owners. And then and then John and Larry came in and put it back together. Yep. And then John, for a variety of reasons, didn't end at the same level that he came in. Yeah. The Morad era was a disaster. And then uh and then Pete and Ron came in. Yeah. And and did so much. Look, man, you, I, nobody's more frustrated with what has happened with this team, the money where it's gone, the, yep. the ridiculous commitment to Preller. None of that matters right now. It's just, dude, you just want Peter to be healthy. And 100%. You, you, you just want him to, to be there. You could, you could disagree with a guy about how he runs his ball club, but those are the kind of arguments you have with your friends about anything. You, you never, ever, especially for a guy, I, I told you, I talked to uh, to Bob McElroy a couple of weeks ago, runs the Alpha Project, about, you know, that whole uh, disaster with fast pitch Chula Vista. Yeah. And Bob couldn't say enough about what, what Peter and Tom and Eric have done yep. for, for not only the Alpha Project, but downtown, so... Yeah, I mean, just watching Eric Gruppner last night talk about him and... Oh, I didn't see it. Eric, uh, Eric was in the booth in the third. And oh, good. It's just, man, Dave, you just go, ah, fuck. No, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shame. Also, look, for anyone that, that's critical, I mean, we're critical the way that we feel like he falls in love with guys like AJ 100%. and guys who don't do their job, and you wonder, I've said it, you wonder how did you make so much money or success, successful when you won't make the hard moves. But the reason why we are that critical is because <laughs> – He's the one guy that you want that championship for. Yeah. And you're like, dude, it's right there, Peter. Get rid of this guy. He's holding back your dream. Yeah. It, it, he's holding absolutely your- true. But my point is he's spending the money now. If, if as he said last year, these are his words, you can't take it with you. Yeah. And for him to say, hey, I'm, I can't take it with me and I'm going to spend the money on this team as a fan. Did you love it? If you're a family member, you're like, what the fuck? But if you're a fan, you're like, dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah, man, he uh, he's impacted this this team like nobody I can remember. Maybe I mean I I, you know, I was fifteen with the whole Ray Kroc thing. I wasn't here when Ray Kroc bought the team and saved it, um, so I, I can't speak to that. But 
he just he he's done so much for this city. He's done so much for that team, and uh, he's just such a unlike Artie Moreno. Yeah. Artie Moreno, unfortunately, is so unlikable. There's an amazing article on ESPN.com about John Fisher and the Oakland A's. And you read this thing with John Fisher and you go, dude, he's just fucking clueless and he's not very likable. Well, I wish Peter would do certain things like get rid of Preller and stop getting in the way with baseball deals like extending Manny. There's nobody I can think of that's ever been in sports here that's more likable than Peter. And, and Ron Fowler. I mean, those two guys together. So <coughs> it's just such a difference. Dave, when do you go to Oakland? I go this weekend. I'll be there Dude, Sunday. I can't recommend enough for people to read the article on ESPN.com. How long uh, has he owned their ace? He's had them 19 years. Okay. So he didn't have them during the money ball years. Like when, you know, well, when, I mean, you they've know, always. I mean, the movie. Yeah, like no, that was time. the guy, uh, Steve, Steve. Because yeah. in the movie, the owners, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the the article goes into great detail about how the city of Oakland and Fisher were working towards a ballpark at Howard Terminal, which is right on the water in Oakland, 55 acres. Okay. They talk about how he, his family are like the owners of the Gap, so he's got a lot of money. And they said, City of Oakland, no, he spent millions and millions of dollars in all kinds of reports and everything trying to see if it could work down there. And it's a 55-acre land parcel of land that they were going to build on. And instead, he's leaving for nine acres. Wow. Nine in Vegas. Yeah. But the challenge is, it's it's a three-year build in Vegas, which seems like a long sure time to build the ballpark. But three years is what they're saying. They have nowhere that they would play yeah. at the end of their lease, 25, 26, 27. They also have not shown any indication that the ballpark in Vegas would either be domed or have a retractable roof. And everybody is saying, uh, construction guys are like, you don't have enough room to do that type of stadium on just nine acres. It's where anybody who's been to Vegas It's where the Tropicana is, is where they want to go. Wow, right on that corner? Yeah, right there. And it's a complete disaster. And there's so many things that are unanswered, and there's a lot of people that don't think Major League Baseball is going to approve it. Now, there's people in Oakland that think Fisher just wants to get the relocation approved and then unload the team, but I don't know. And the city of Oakland says people have stepped up willing to buy it that want to buy the team from him, which they should. And then what? Develop it where? Yeah, try to develop something in Oakland. I mean, but, it, it but sounds that, like Oakland moves so slow. Well, I, it's on him, too. I mean, it goes back and forth. They were, according to this article, they were like under $100 million away from having the deal financed. The only problem with Howard Terminal is... There's like basically one way in and one way out. It's all the problem. Yeah. The BART doesn't go there. Jesus. But I mean, it's a gorgeous parcel of land. And he's talking about putting in a gondola and doing all this weird shit. But (laughs) I I just, we were up there. Dave's getting ready to go up there. I've been a little bit more fascinated and probably. I've never been to Oakland in my life. 
Dude, I went to so many Raider games yeah. there. I've been to A's games there. It's just and it's dude, really fun. I mean, just from the outside where I'm at right now, looking at Oakland and hearing stories about Oakland. Again, people have given me a bunch of warnings about Oakland. You know, they lose the Raiders twice, basically. Uh-huh. The Warriors, I understand. They go to San Francisco. You know, San Francisco is different than Oakland. But you still, you, you didn't keep your NBA team either. You know, yeah, there's done. And then you now you're about, I mean, come on. So yeah, at some point, everybody loves to blame the owner. I got it. But the city yeah. of Oakland seems like they aren't doing anything. Yeah, they've been through a lot. But you read it. I mean, you read it and you see. And look, when you go up there, I mean, you go up there, it's going to feel like if you went to an Aztec game in the final days of Qualcomm Stadium. And if oh, yeah. that's your first experience with it, you're going to be like, well, this place is shit. Yeah, I can, I'll be honest but, with you. I hope it. I hope it's a small crowd. Like a, it's going to be the Tigers. It's going to be a small crowd. Yeah, I, I think can, your I, dream will it, come true. I hope I'm getting a couple foul balls on a Sunday when people are going to be watching the yeah. NFL. Yeah, you'll be the only guy there. You might play left field. Um, but I'm going to try and get your shirt that you want me to get. Oh yeah, I'll I'll tell you exactly. Right as you, dude, the guy will be there. It's right as you walk in, coming out of the Bart station. He's right set up there. Don't let me forget. I got cash for. That's it. all right. I'll get it and then give me the money. Um. But, but Dave, here's the thing. You're going to walk in there, and all a third of the concession stands are open. Yeah. Everything's closed. And when you're there, fuck, two-thirds may be closed. <laughs> and you're going to look around. There's going to be, you know, six, shit. If there's 6,000, there's going to be 3,500 people. There. Yeah. The fucking place, you feel like you're taking the BART in. That's the plan. You get a feel. It's the only way to go. Yeah. It feels like you're just literally walking into prison. You're walking That's through. What everybody says. Yeah, because everything above you is chain link fence, and I mean, I don't think it's barbed wire, but it's chain link fence. You feel like you're going into Alcatraz, and you go in there. But for me, having been there in '88 and '89, when it was rocking, yeah, for for the A's. And being up there for Raider games on Monday Night Football and a couple others when it was fucking rocking. And then to go back, I mean, I would just say, you remember, because we were at Qualcomm in 98. Yep. And what Qualcomm was like in 98 versus the last days of Qualcomm at San Diego State, dude, it's night and day. But, um, but yeah, I would highly recommend for anybody to read it because... You're reminded, yeah, there's things Peter does. His loyalty stays loyal, I think, too long. Yeah. But I wouldn't trade him for anybody. I wouldn't trade him for fucking John Fisher, man. We And I've said it on this show. It would have been so easy for San Diego to have gotten fucked into a guy like Fisher. Yeah, you're right. And and this payroll would have been $21 million and all this, and no upgrades at Petco Park. Now, I know how spoiled we've been, and uh, and that's why... Incredibly appreciative for what he's meant. Let me ask you a question. In the whole um, Dennis Lynn Ken Rosenthal article the other day, they mentioned yeah. the fact that Preller and Bob Melvin's relationship is beyond repair. Yeah, unfixable. So for you, what do you want to see as a manager next year? Dude, it, it you know, the thing is I've said, hey, Bob's got to go. Bob's got to go, right, because he can't do anything. And all of a sudden you go, ah, that starts putting a few other pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. Dude, Bob's got a one out. Bob's got a one out. Of course. I mean, you saw Bob the other day kind of take a shot, right? When they won one of those games they won the other day. Like, yeah, well, you know, when you got guys here that that know their role and can play and we can utilize them, makes it a whole lot more fun. I don't know if he's talking about Matt Carpenter 
He was talking about Nelly Cruz, right? Yeah. Any of those guys? Dude, where the fuck's Carpenter? Yeah. I mean, played two days in a row and then right back, yeah, right? Right back. Um, yeah, I mean, you go, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you fucking put a... Yeah. So that, that's what I'm wondering. Like, who's, who's the next guy? Here's an interesting move, because you brought up the fact that the Mets have been rumored saying if Buck Walter's gone, that the Mets have interest in Bob Melvin. Yeah. Well, now story's coming out that Gabe Kapler is gone in San Francisco. Bob already lives up in the Bay Area. Oh, yeah. Bob no, played, he lives in Arizona. He, really? Because I thought the other day that he wrote uh, exactly that he got a chance to visit with family and friends, his, his neighbors and everything else. Maybe, maybe but they, he lives in Arizona. Okay. So here's the deal. San Francisco played for the Giants. Oh, yeah. It was with the A's Ugh. forever. Giants are a better organization than the A's. Great ballpark. Couldn't you see the Giants yes. saying, this guy's available, all of a sudden we're grabbing like Bob Melvin? Like they did with Boach? Yeah, because Bob Melvin's a lot like Boach. Yeah. And you sit there and go, man, son of a bitch. Another former Padre manager in yeah. the division. Yeah. Son of a yeah. bitch. That hits your ass. Yeah, I mean, I think Bud's probably out. Yeah. You know, poor Bud. Like, I'm watching yeah. this fucking team the last three days. Yeah. Look, I understand a no-hitter is a no-hitter, but I'm like, yeah. God dang, dude, this team is shit. I mean, they're 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 yeah. horrible. The Rockies are so bad. Dude, the Rockies are so bad. They're fucking game 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. With that lineup, you, it should have been 9 nothing. Dude, even Chris Bryant signing is one of the worst of oh, all time. Boy. Poor, poor bud. I mean, nothing goes his way. Right. At the same time, if you're a Padre fan, you hate the fucking Rockies because the owner ran his mouth. Yeah. You know, I understand that. You and I like Bud Black. Love him. Probably is going to be out. Not his fault. I mean, this has shit to work with. It's just yeah. terrible. Charlie Blackman's just fucking dirty. Shave your beard. Clean it Come up. Come on. Don't you're gross. <laughs> but you, you sit there and you look at the Rockies. You're like, all right, fuck it. Anyway. With, with Bob Melvin, let's say he's gone, and you say, okay, who's your next guy? Because um, with AJ, you know, he seems like he likes the young guys that are desperate for a so job fire because AJ. he can boss those guys around. Dude, he has to be seeing everybody is saying it's AJ, it's AJ, it's AJ. Dude, he has to fire AJ. Absolutely, in a couple of Mondays, AJ has to be the guy out. Has to be. Dude. I don't think he is. Uh, I, I, you think he's gone now yeah. after that article? Oh, have two articles in a row. Yeah, two crazy. articles in a row that absolutely yeah. slammed him. He has to be out. It's funny. The first one that AC wrote was more directed towards Manny. Fans got really pissed. Yeah. The next one is directed towards AJ by two respected writers. Nothing against AC. Okay. AC, yeah. I thought, did his did job, job. And not easy to walk back in that clubhouse after writing that. You know, Manny says, I, I love what Nick Canepo wrote, by the way, because people are saying, you know, Manny's made comments. There are plenty of quotes that weren't used. And Nick's like, which ones? Yeah. Name them. Yeah. You, the mic's right in front of your fucking face. Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. You no. set the record straight, asshole, but he yeah. didn't. Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. But so people jumped all over AC in this town. But of then course. when Lennon Rosenthal wrote what they wrote, it was accepted. Dude, that's <laughs> a fucking bunch of dumb shits. Dude, it's, it's just. Look. Okay, I would say it to you because, again, when I say it as a, as a guy that's supposed to be anti-Padre, Jeff's a the huge Padre fan. We also we state this all the time and how important this team is to him and to win. This is a great, loyal fan base. Dumbest fan base I've ever Dude, seen. It's fucking, it's, you make the fucking WWE fans that are up front. Dude, you're right. Look like, I, I don't know who, anybody. Right, I'm not gonna call them St. Louis Cardinal fans because the Cardinal fans are the most overrated. It's just fucking ridiculous. 
you guys should show up. You guys should show up down there like you used to do with your swag chains. And not everybody, but you know who it is. It, dude, not only has the fan base become idiotic, this entire organization outside of Peter has become so insanely unlikable. That's the frustrating thing. The, the frustrating thing is when this team was kind of in and out, in and yeah. out, yeah, it was frustrating, but it was still likable. And it's just the amount of douchiness around this team. Preller's a douche. Just call him a douche. That's all it is. Okay? Fucking Manny's a douche. He's just, he just, fuck. Come on, man. Like, just be the guy we want you to be. Okay? Fuck. Fernando's fine. Grisham's a douche. Yeah. Soto, Soto's fine. Uh, you know, Hassan Kim's fine. Bogarts is zero impact to me. Zero. Zero. But Snell's a douche. Complete douche. <laughs> Complete fucking douche. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you go around. There's a few guys. Compassano has been fine. It's all right. Got it. But it's just there's so... And, and the majority of these fans that, that talk about this team... Like, there's anything to talk about with this team. There is not shit. Not jack shit. And the most arrogant, fucking, mouthy punks. And, dude, it's a drag. It is. And I'm not saying everybody. I don't even know, Dave, if it's 10%. But, God damn, they're fucking annoying. They're just so fucking annoying. And the problem is, we used to be able to say it about the Dodgers. We're like, the Dodgers have 10 guys on that fucking team that have the most punchable face. For years, right? Right. Karras, yeah, Piazza, any yeah, of they're them. fans. Mondesi, Nomo. Yeah. These fucking dorks. Thank God they're not down here. And then you just go and start with those assholes that were on KUSI. Fuck Tommy Sablon for booking those assholes. <laughs> we should run fucking Tommy out of here. Fucked everything up. And then... uh Oh, next star runs him right the fuck out. Jesus, you heard me. Unless he, they should make he's him best go on that. Laura Kane, she's a girl. They should make him go on that Sully show when he's not singing. Jesus Christ, can somebody tell Tommy he can't fucking sing? I think he knows he can't sing. Well, I don't know. He puts the sunglasses on every week, like, oh, don't make me sing. And then Eddie Papani and all these poor fuckers that are in there got to act all excited. Why do I watch that shit? Yeah, what are you complaining about? I don't know why. Who I the fuck's it? holding you in front of the TV? Because I, I love Sully. <laughs> My guy. You know, Tommy owns the show, though, right? Tommy and Sully own the show together. It's not Sully's show. I got it. Okay, yeah. Do whatever the fuck he wants. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so bad. Um, but now it's us. Now it's us. And you're like, fuck, dude. Yeah. It's just... Uh, and the arrogance, dude, there's so much arrogance. Everybody knows everything, right? Everybody knows how they do Kevin Acey's job. Everybody knows how they do Bob's job. Bunch hey, of muckety-muck. <laughs> that's what the coaches yeah. say. Is that what they said? Yeah. Acey doesn't know what he's doing. He's just a bunch of muckety-muck trying to cause problems. Man, he's the guy. Bunch of fucking racists that hate these guys. Just like, fuck, dude, nothing make me more happy than for Manny to have a bounce back year. But honestly, I'd probably look to trade Manny. I don't know what you could trade him for. You have to pay that contract. No one's eating that contract. It's a horrible contract. I don't know. 
Artie thinks he's going to trade Trout's contract. Yeah, that's dumb. That's the thing is the Padres could be the one that goes for him. I'm, we talked about it on the show already. We, look, you and I love Mike Trout. Yeah. You're crazy to trade for Mike Trout. Dude. Yeah. And the Angels are going to try to move Rendon. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> right. Look at exactly. that. Guy's a bone bruise. Hasn't played since July 4th. Uh, now he's saying it's a fractured tibula. Sure. So I, I don't know, man. And, and really, like I said, the one guy, the most likable guy in the entire group is Peter Seidler. He is. It just... And and then you hear he's sick. And it just I don't know, man. I, I don't want to speculate. I have no idea. Right? My son's like, I misses the last couple of days. I go, fuck it. it. Could be COVID. COVID shuts you down for 10 days. I don't know what it is. I mean, but when Peter's had the health history that he's had, yeah, I think you. for all of us that appreciate what he has meant to this community, you want him you want him to be healthy. Exactly. I had a lot of people write to me um, when he when it was reported, you know, he did the, the little release saying that, mm-hmm. you know, he's not feeling well and he, you wouldn't see him basically throughout the end of the year asking me who would be the next owner. I have no idea. His brother? Uh, probably his wife. Yeah, I don't know. So that that's Or they the, sell it, Dave. Uh, but let the, I don't even want to think like that. Then you, you know what? You might get your guy Theo. Uh, again, Peter's the owner of this team. Uh, Peter, well, I mean, what are you laughing no, I'm about? I'm just laughing because I'm waiting for you to say Peter's the owner of the team until I find out different. Like no, just, just I, the company line. Dude, I'm not, I'm not going to make jokes. I think about as a Padre fan, you should be concerned. You just said you look at his health history. I think as a Padre fan, you should be concerned. It's okay I, to be concerned. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm not going to start. I'll do did, it. Uh, of course you will. I think his brother's the one that's in line. When we went to that press conference in 2012, it was four, it was four grandsons. Tom's the one that's still left, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Peter, so I think it stays in the family. I don't think they sell the team, so you wouldn't have to worry is what I'm telling you. Well, again, I just, out of respect to him, I'll worry about it. Okay. When they well, give I'll you, play the disrespect game. Yeah, I know. You're good at it. <laughs> that's why nobody respects you. That's fine. I don't need anybody to respect me. Yeah. Did you see Twitter? Dude, I tonight, I couldn't believe it. Now I understand why. Got a text message from Mickey Dolans. Remember him? You did? How's he doing? Well... I oh. thought he was fine. He goes, hey, you seeing Dave tonight? And I go, yeah. He goes, you tell Dave he catch the last train to fuck off, Bill, and I'll meet him at the station. Go, what, what the fuck is that supposed to mean, Mickey? How old is Mickey? What do you think? He's, he's performing here in San Diego. At the Valium. Yeah, coach is all excited. About Mickey at yeah, the Valium? Yeah, keep talking about it. How excited he is. How, how, really, I, I don't want to say how much it's worth, but how old is he? I got it. I'm going to say 76. 78. 78. Yeah. So two well, years younger than Mick. Yeah, use that line next time. Hey, Mickey Dillon's called. Said he'll, you can take the last train to fuck off, Bill, and he'll meet you at the station. Like, what the hell, Mickey? <laughs> and like, Dave, did he tell people what you said on fucking Twitter tonight? Dude, you should read your fucking tweet. Fucking- I swear to God, I told Dave. He's so fucked up in the head. I am. And if you weren't following Dave today on Twitter, Dave said, okay, you first, the first part of that was so stupid. That struck, I don't know why you make me laugh. You're such a douche. It's <laughs> so dumb, dude. This but, whole fucking format so dumb. <laughs> but I'm sitting at work. Yeah. Dave, why, these dumb fucks, this is the other thing in this town. This is why yeah. Padre fans are such a bunch of dumb fucks. Because you all take the bait from this fucking idiot. <laughs> I've been good yeah. this summer. I've laid off a lot this year. You have, but dude, your first okay, your first tweet was so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's so funny. 
All right, read your this initial okay. tweet. So I'm watching. What the, prompted I'm, you to write this? Because I'm way. watching the day game, and I'm like, Fernando looks like sad. He just like sad Fernando. Hair's he was ha- jumping up and down last night. Hey, yeah, of course. Hair's hair's not blonde anymore. He's just different. Yeah. So I just decided to write. Hey, remember when Fernando Tatis Jr. used to smile? When is the last time FTJ smiled? <laughs> Hashtag Padres. Why did you write FTJR? FTJ. I just said Fernando Tatis Jr. I didn't yeah. put R in there. Okay. And this guy, Sean Johnson, writes. We're fucking idiots. Okay, read your read the initial one because I talked over it. Okay. I'm sorry. Remember when Fernando Tatis Jr. used to smile? When is the last time FTJ smiled? Hashtag Padres. I put on so that. stupid. This guy writes right back. What's his name? Sean Johnson. Okay. When he was slamming Mrs. Palais. <laughs> okay. So I write, What's that guy? Sixth grade? Yeah. No shit. With his what? fake Dwight Goodman fucking. Uh, Isn't Sean picture? Johnson like the little chick that yeah, was the Olympic gymnast? gymnast? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you share your name with somebody who's four foot 11. Exactly. And a girl. And she'd kick your ass. Yep. And so I wrote back, dude, my mom is 78 and a widow. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I said, I said a screenshot to Costa. I said, I think I just broke my phone from laughing so hard. <laughs> my mom is 78 and a widow. Sean Johnson came Fuck his fist too. What an idiot. You Even Verissimo got mad. He did. He just wrote, dude, to the guy. Yeah, he was like, this is crossing the line. Verissimo even stood up for me. Dude. Yeah, got got upset. Here's the funniest thing, dude. Oh, two Padre things that made me laugh. Okay. One is coaches going through the Padre schedule. Well, they take on the Rockies and then they take With on With the hope of keeping the playoffs alive? No. No, he's just finishing out the season. Okay. Okay. He goes, they take on the Rockies. If you're a Padre fan, you want to go out and see Blake Snell. It's the last time he's going to pitch this year, he says. This year? Yes. And then he says, then the Cardinals come to town. And don't forget on Sunday, every game starts at 12-10 for every team in the majors. So no team gets an unfair advantage. And I'm like, in my head, I'm going, well, motherfucker, I'm going to the Giants game on Monday. So I'm like, do you understand there's another week in the season, coach? For some reason, he thinks the season ends this Sunday. Oh, yeah, and what unfair advantage would they have? <laughs> That's, that was. What are they going to do? Bring in the NWO? They wrap up, I believe, with the White Sox. But it yeah, cracked up. He cut the Chicago. season one week short. I, no, I think it's in San Diego. Oh, I thought I think they go there. Are you sure? Yeah, no, this is a final home game on oh, Sunday. My, oh my god, dude! So yeah, they goes, go to Comiskey. It, it's not a. It's not the same fucking start time. He has. He's missing a week of the season. What the fuck? <laughs> What the, the fuck fucking is going guy. on here? So God. that made me laugh. But the thing that made me laugh the hardest today, as I said, I'm watching the guy dang pods and Rockies, and I'm watching in the TV where my wife watches TV. My wife always has the TV on a closed caption. Yeah. Because she watches all these fucking foreign things that she has to read. Oh, shit. And so it's Mark and, and Don. Yeah. Everything Don says, the clo- closed caption person writes everything. Yeah. Everything Mud says, O2 count. Two one count. Fucking, they have no time for Mark's bullshit Costco stories. They free samples. Nothing. They just feel like, this guy's an idiot. I'm not fucking writing yeah, a word. Yeah, we're done. It's just, we're union. <laughs> so it's straight, straight. Don could say anything. Like, I don't know if I should wear a blue tie or a pink tie today. Yeah. And then Mud tells a cr- crazy story about free samples at Costco, and there's nothing there. And it'll say, two one count. That's all. That's it? <laughs> The closed caption person has no time for his bullshit at all. Dude, I, I was texting with him yesterday. Yeah. Because I told him, I said, I went on, I was going to buy Jack a uh, goddamn uh, Mud and Don bobblehead. And I was going to buy him the bobblehead, right? You didn't get that one. I was going to buy him that. 
And I told him it was 99 fucking dollars. So I said, guess what? Fuck that. Yeah, you're right. They're on the road against the White Sox. I had to look it up. I had yeah. to go, go find the refrigerator magnet. I go, fuck that. And I sent Mud a picture. I go, this is what Jack's getting for his birthday instead. It was $4 in average condition, a signed copy of Herb Carneal, the former Twins announcer's book. And Mud's like, what the hell is that? Right? Like, what the hell is that? You're not paying $100 for your bullshit. But uh, I didn't know the closed caption guy. Yeah. Shut him down. Shut him down completely. Dave, I'm so excited. One other thing, too. Yeah. Off the topic of Padre baseball. I'm finally, finally coming to the dark side. You watch all of these shows, right? You watch Real Housewives. All the bullshit shows, yeah. Yeah, are you. Uh, I'm just asking. I'm not yeah. throwing you out. You watch Dancing with the Stars? No, I, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. Okay, you watch The Bachelor? No, I don't. Costa does. Dude, I'm going to that show this year. Did you see what the fuck they did with The Bachelor? I they just went saw that old guy, right? He's 72. But no did you see every one of the chicks? No, right up your alley. Holy fuck! <laughs> it's like 27 chicks that all look like Victoria Principal <laughs> and Rita Moreno. Oh, my God. I go, when the fuck? My hand was, like, shaking. I have a friend that, no joke, lives next to the Bachelor Mansion. Where is that? It's it's up in L.A. in the hills. Dude, I couldn't yeah. believe it. Like, that show's been on a thousand. It's like Survivor, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Costa watches all of them. I haven't seen that show in forever. Dave, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. They started showing winner after winner <laughs> after winner. And then they show this flat ass. You're too young, dude. I know this guy shows up in his Kirkland jeans and a flannel. Where the fuck they find this old fuck? It's like Kevin McCarthy. Dude, he looked like uh, he looked like Burgess Meredith. <laughs> it wasn't that old looking. It wasn't that old. I've seen the commercial, man. Dude, he does I, look like Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, the frail and shit. <laughs> I knew I was fucked today. I had the worst day ever. I'm in the worst mood. I go Seven Eleven in the morning. I get to work. Yeah. I go buy an OJ. I look down. I bought the OJ high pulp. And when the fuck did I turn 90? Fuck. You drink it? Yeah, of course I did. You go get a toothpick afterwards? Dude. (laughs) What the fuck is this shit? Metamucil? Can I read? Asshole. I'm so stupid. And then, yeah, (laughs) sat there. What the fuck happened to me? They got lemonade. They got uh, vitamin water. Oh, my God. And all this shit. I just show up at work and start shaking it. Rattle, 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 rattle. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. What was that? Fuck, did you say? High pulp. Oh, my God. They turned into coach. That's what, that was the scene in The Sopranos where he yells at Carm for that. I said, some pulp. And she fucking guns her phone at him. She did? Because yeah. he's pissed off what's to do with the words. God, come believe it. Like, asshole. Yeah, nobody blame but yeah. myself. Ah, man, sorry. Uh, sorry you went through that right there. I, know, I rallied. You know what would make you feel better? End of the day, if you had that Taylor May pool. Oh, yeah. He walked in and he said, you know what? Shitty day. I got to cool off. I'm going to jump right in my pool. Forget it. Taylor May pool. Again, Alan Taylor has the best pools available. Jeff mentioned Victoria Principal. We've had a Victoria oh Principal God. pool before. Ask if they had available financing. Again, Taylor made pools by Alan Taylor. They're the best. 619-449-4452. 
619-449-4452. I love on Instagram, Instagram, when you just go to do a search, and I was saying to a friend of mine, uh, my friend Laura, my former roommate, I'm like, hey, let's do this thing. Like when you go on Instagram and you just do a search. Yeah. And let's see here, Dave. Let's update this. Like here, look at this shit. I just, I don't even know who these people are. Who is Sarah Brust? B-R-U-S-T. I don't know, but she's I serious. Mean, right. Now, I, I like when you look to see if anybody, I always try to see if any of our friends follow these guys. I know you're all going to beat the shit out of me, but before you do, let me call 888-669-0295. All jails in Southern California, 24-7 from Fabian and Miguel. Absolutely right. Absolutely. That's the way it's going to go. Hey, let's go uh, through it. Let's go. Uh, how old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to okay. go September 21st. We're going to go uh, Bill Murray, first guy. Bill Murray, 75. 73. Okay. Uh, $230 million. $180 million is what wow. it says. What do you think? Is yeah, I can see that. All right, next guy up, Stephen King. 77. Stephen King is 76. Mm. Uh, 600 million. You know, it's funny he said that. $500 million. He gives $4 million away every single year to charity. That's pretty cool. I'm sure he could afford more. <laughs> fucking asshole. Good for him. Good for him. Next person up there, Faith Hill, combined with Tim McGraw's money. Damn, dude. She is nothing wrong with Faith Hill. I'm going to say she's 55. 56. Really close. Okay, I'm going to say uh, $600 million. Says $200 million. Okay. Okay. Nice. Five random questions. We'll fire out of here because I'm worried about some of the production stuff. Yeah. And I don't need you people bothering me. Five random questions. Right now, what is your favorite kind of music? Who are you listening to? Uh, listen to a little bit of everything. Have a blend of everything. But a lot of Foo Fighters of late. Are you really? have the Foos back. Yeah, they're probably my favorite band. Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam are probably my two favorite bands. So... A lot of that. And then, uh, yeah, but probably a lot of foos. I've been doing a lot of Morgan Wallen. Yeah? Yeah. Are you a Morgan Wallen fan? Uh, fan of his music? He got in trouble a couple of years ago. Do you remember? Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you one of his songs. Oh, really? No. Ah, oh, man. Okay. Right now, it's the hottest thing I know he's crazy hot. Yeah, yeah. I just don't, I don't know anything. What's the number one turnoff from a woman? Um, arrogance. Yeah. To me. Yeah, dude, uh, people at work, we have new people, and they walk around like they fucking own that place. And yeah, I can, they're not very tall. You can just flick them right in the bridge of the nose. <laughs> but I don't. Uh, I, yeah, arrogance, man. I have so many friends that are so incredibly talented and so much smarter than I am, and they're just the coolest, most humble, nicest people they're the best friends you could ever have. They're fucking great. Yeah. Smoking hot, all of them. And so, yeah, arrogance drives me crazy. Short Move hands, up. small, uh, sharp fingernails, I say, would be my number one. Uh, that's, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But here's one that Josh and I were talking about this the other day that irritates me. Tell me if you've noticed this. You work up in North County. Okay. It's the women that walk around after they just went and got that coupling done, you know, and then they have the big circles all over their bodies. And, but they're wearing like a backla, uh, backless dress. You're like, all right, we got it. You went and got the cupping done. Come on. You look like yeah, an idiot. What I don't see you that, doing? But I'm in Carlsbad every day. Oh, I never I, see it. Josh and I said, we always see it. And then people have to show it off. Like, dude, you look like a train wreck. 
Yeah, that circles all over your body. I don't know. They've I've seen it online. Yeah, like you, oh, you never seen it in person? I don't think. Oh my so. gosh, I see it all the time. That's funny. And I'm like, come on, dude, put a sweatshirt on. You look like a fool. Yeah, take it easy. Dude. <laughs> come on, Belichick. Yeah, fucking idiot. Belichick. It just looks ridiculous to me. That's funny. I'll have to pay attention. I don't think I've ever seen it in person. All right. Do you remember your first date, the name of the girl, and how did it go? Oh, that's funny. Oh, I can't think of her name. Um, Probably sixth grade. That's funny. Mine was sixth grade, too. I worked in our apartment complex, so I bought her lunch. We went to a place in Minneapolis called Bridgman's that had great, like, burgers and milkshakes and stuff. Oh, God damn, that's funny. I cannot. Were you nervous as fuck? Yeah, I but was. she and I, we had been, like, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Yeah. Then I took her out in sixth grade. So that was really fun. And it was close. So, like, we yeah. could walk. You didn't have to have parents there bugging yeah. you. And, um, like, it was fun, too, because you had whatever it had. I mean, lunch couldn't have been, dude, couldn't have been 15 bucks. You have like 25 bucks. So you know, like, okay, I got this. I got it covered. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. What did you do? Went and saw a movie. Went to, went to Wendy's first. Oh, there you go. And okay. then, um, and then went and saw, saw a movie. It was the worst. The only time I ever walked out of a movie. The movie was called like Local Hero. It was an awful movie. Uh, I don't know that. Didn't matter. I was with this girl, Susan Walker. She's the only girl Susan in sixth Walker. grade with huge cans. Like, like she looked like she was in 12th grade. My dad even said, what the fuck's wrong with you? Hey. <laughs> yeah a lot a lot so i remember yeah susan walker and i went out went to wendy's and then that was about it then we saw each other at school on monday you ever see that old man that stands in front of wendy's telling that joke oh. online he just goes people walking in he just barely oh. could stand up with a hunchback okay you like wendy's and everyone's like yeah wendy's nuts hit you in the chin <laughs> that old man that just sits there and tackles people Wendy's Nazi in the chin is his line. And he yeah. laughs, and then I laugh like an idiot, too. Did. But this is all he does all day. You need to get out and get some fresh air. I'm, I'm literally here looking at my phone watching this asshole. Yeah, uh, you need to get out. Go walk the lake. Okay? What are you doing? I do. I get bit by mosquitoes. Good. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. Good. All right, here we go. Two more. Okay. If you were in prison, would you join a gang? Yes. You've asked me this like nine times. You bring this one up all the time. I just want to know what you would direct to. Has it changed in your mind? Have you thought about it at all when you're driving home? Are you like, did I give the wrong answer or would I still join a gang? No, I'd be right in. You got to, right? Yeah, I'd join like the Mongols or Hell's Angels, one of those guys. You join like the... Dude, there's a great article on Rolling Stone about Johnny Cash... Going to uh, Folsom and just talking about how he just connected with everybody. It's on rollingstone.com. But yeah, we should do that. We should just do a live show from Donovan. Fuck that. You don't want to go do Donovan? Like our. No, I'm not a prison guy. Our version of Johnny Cash? No. No. (laughs) Can you imagine? These guys would be like, we do it. We can interview the Menendez brothers. Yeah, Yeah, they're there. Sirhan, Sirhan. Exactly. Let's go. Suge Knight. Dude. I got a bunch of friends that are guards. Yeah. Just make it happen. Yeah, let's go. All right, last question. Can you consider yourself a man if you don't sleep in a king-sized bed? A nope. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I think that's an honest question, honest answer. I agree with you. What kind of man are you if you don't sleep in a king-sized bed? Yeah. I have a full. 
What'd you say? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Tomorrow when you go to work, ask Gertie what, what kind of size bed he sleeps in. What does he have? Bunk well, bed. Yeah, queen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he's only a king size bed. It's either the Eastern, the Cal. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. dude. No. A, there's a guy closest. out there, every guy in our football league. Oh, my gosh. If you're sleeping in anything smaller than a king-size bed, this is for every guy in the Dave and Jeff League. And be honest, yeah. I get the choice of one of your players. <laughs> Who in our league doesn't have a king-size bed? Gavin. <laughs> exactly. Well, I have a queen, but it allows for more time for my uh, my sketching table. <laughs> I like to do charcoal sketches and watercolor. Uh, when are we back here? Sunday? You know what? Oh, I'm wait, not you'll in town. Be in Oakland. Wednesday, dude. We'll be back next Wednesday. Oh, fuck. All I don't right. come in until Tuesday. All right. That'll be great. All okay. right. So, everybody enjoy the weekend. Look for Dave. You're going to get on TV? Probably not. Who would know? Yeah. Who would know? <laughs> uh, what day are you going up there? Going up Sunday morning. Go straight to the A's game. Giants game on Monday. And our, my boy, uh, Casey Schmidt's not with the Giants right now. You got sent down. Fuck. He'll yeah. be back. I hope they'll be back, but disappointing. I mean, we went up basically to see him. Yeah. Well, tell him thanks. Thanks a lot. I got to see him. It was fun. Yeah. I, so, I saw him, too. I just didn't get on. Like, like we were supposed to no, be No, I watched up him to, play. Oh, we were supposed to. I did, too. But here in San Diego. But I was supposed yeah. to be there. He's going to get us on the field, the whole deal. Mm. Well, I guess I'm not going to be a gay Kapler. Nope. I guess you're not. <laughs> uh, all right. So, everybody, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back here in a week. There you go. Hey, we had some technical problems. Just want to mention the guys over at Bright Bail Bonds, just in case uh, you weren't able to catch it. Fabian and Miguel doing great things over at Bright Bail Bonds. Don't forget, more than 20,000 bonds sold, so don't forget that you they know what they're doing. You're in the right hands. They're a professional, confidential, caring, non-judgmental service, and reliable 24-7. Don't forget about Bright Bail Bonds. If your day doesn't go your way and all of a sudden you need a little bit of help, best thing is that they are fast, so we don't want to spend time in jail for too long. Call Fabian and Miguel at Bright Bail Bonds, 888-669-0295. That number again, 888-669-0295. We'll see you on Wednesday.
attitude, you better go away. A five-cent video game put a smile on my face. That stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cussed their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard I cried.